This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network. All right, we are back again. I can relate to that podcast. We just got me and the uh, Bax a Billion here in the AJ Podcast Studios. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on? How you doing? Man, everything's going pretty good, man, for me. You know, like, you know, I can't complain. I'm here. I'm alive. Every day ab- above ground is a good day. So, <laughs> That's that know. Pitbull song. Yeah, man. You know, I'm Pit- pretty sure we could always find a, a find something to be upset with, but I'm here, man. So yes. I'm not going to complain. Yes. So this is our first episode back uh, since we had the DC Glenn on our uh, podcast. Man, we I got like a little. It's been forever. Well, yeah. Well, we took a you know, we had our little summit break. I know uh, Amory's not with us tonight, so we'll just uh, get that out there. I need that adrenaline. Uh, hello! Yeah, you know, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, loud yeah, that. Yeah, we need that. We we missing that energy. Like, we somebody has to be the energetic one. I feel like, I feel like we're missing that without her. I know. I know. <laughs> she says it's so loud that it blows the microphones and the uh, sound drops on her end. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, so Amory, you're here in spirit, uh, but uh, hopefully she'll be uh, back uh, on the next episode, or maybe she'll surprise us and just pop into the to the to the uh, line that we're connected in. So who knows? We'll see. Who we'll knows? See. We'll see. Man, we got a lot of uh, great feedback from that DC Glenn interview. That was pretty cool. Yeah, man. Because you know what, it, it was a lot of um, um, education. So if, if you really listened to it and you paid attention to it, you learned something from it. Oh, that. absolutely. It wasn't a typical interview for those who are uh, just joining in. Uh, we interviewed DC Glenn from uh, whoop. There it is. Um, you know, I, I, I got p- copyright permission to play his song and, uh, all that stuff, but I don't know. I don't know if I could play this song, but you know, that song whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. You know, that song. Yes. So, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 he was on, on our show and, uh, yeah, it wasn't a typical interview. It was more of an educational. It, it was really, yeah. really cool how he, you know, his life experiences and what he's been going through. Uh, you know, I mean, he does, he, did he say he did everything himself, everything from his own bookkeeping to his own bookings and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's dope. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, mean that, that means we got a lot of work to do, man. I got a lot of learning to do. And you know, he sent me that book. I did get a chance to crack it open and stuff like that. But I'm going through a crazy transition right now, so I just need to get to a a, a place of peace. Yeah, to where I could really focus on that. You know, was it a book or a video? Did what he did he send? So you? so what it was is like a course. It's an online course, and there's different things in it. There's there's um, literature and there's also videos in it too as well. So it's, it's, it's very, it's very intense and it's, and it has a lot of different pages to it. So you got to really have the time and the dedication to do that. So right now I'm doing so many things right now. Like I know, he, I know last podcast when he was on, he spoke, he said the Forex is too fast, but I got into the Forex man for an exchange. So I'm like, you know what, why not, you know, why not get into foreign exchange? Right. Why not uh, try to give it a shot because there's people that's making buku money on forex and crypto and all type of stuff like that so i wanted to give it a shot you know he he he's making the music i make the music too but i need to i need to write a hit song and i feel like i got a few hit songs but i just got to get them i got to get the exposure so you know i'm, I'm doing so much at one time man it's crazy 
No, I know. I just it's never never ending. I mean, even you know mm. stuff going on in my life. I mean, it's not not as fancy as uh, you know putting on a single out and all that stuff. You know, just typical you know uh, daily daily life you know, between uh, work and the kids and the family, the house and uh, and uh, you know I as I mentioned on the last show, we took a little uh, hiatus. You know, just. Uh, because I know Amory did something for with her daughter with her gymnastics, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was something with gymnastics, and she went out out of town for a while. I went out of town. I actually uh, took a vacation. I haven't taken a vacation since like 2019. So, uh, so we actually uh, we actually rented a RV. A RV. An RV, a motorhome, the ones that you drive. Yes. Hmm. So remember, remember you were talking about we were living off the land, and I said I'm going to have my RV. Yeah. Well, that was yeah, what, yeah. like what February or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was it was mm-hmm. several episodes ago. I mean, for those who don't know, you know, are new to our show, you know, catch up on our old episodes. I mean, there's a lot of good content. We had uh, DC Glenn on for two episodes. We had Jawan Haynes on for two episodes, and uh, we had one episode. Was it two episodes with um, Christopher Brian Roach from Kevin Kuwait from CBS? I think it was yeah, a yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. just two, six yeah, episodes. six episodes of celebrities coming on their show, and uh, and man, we're getting some good content. But anyway, yeah, we were talking about living off the land, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live off the land in my RV. And you know what? <laughs> a light bulb went off my head. You know, I like to go on cruises, but it's been so long since I got on a cruise, and you know, as everybody knows, ships are not really running right now, or they're about to because start start up, but like middle of the summer. So I was like, you know what? Let me go rent an RV. So how that worked out. So I put uh, some time off in for work and I finally, uh, I was like, all right, cool. So I, I actually got, we got a really good rate. Okay. I rented through Cruise America. You, you heard about that, that company. They're an RV rental company. Okay. It's like Hertz okay. rent a car. Well, in mm-hmm. this case, they rent out RVs. And right. uh, so I, I rented out the RV. I put my reservation in and we were supposed to uh, go up to Georgia and we were supposed to go up to Tennessee to see some family members that also who has an RV themselves and just take like a family vacation. Well, fast forward as time goes on, uh, you know, my wife also put vacation time in as well. I, you know, this is back in February before we made our reservations and uh, they never approved my wife for vacation. So, Uh-oh. yeah. So what happened was like two weeks prior before departure, we were uh, ready to, you know, uh, you know, obviously getting ready and all that stuff. My wife texts me, says, we got a problem. I was like, well, what, what now? What happened? She says, I was denied vacation. I was like, you got to be freaking ki-. I was pissed. I was like, really? I mean, why, why, why wait? Why wait two weeks before departure and you deny an employee vacation and since we put the vacation in, in February? So... Uh, she 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 went up uh, the higher up in the chains and apparently they'd have enough staffing coverage or some garbage because people don't want to work right now because they'd rather collect unemployment and all that stuff and make more more money staying at home I guess I, I don't know whatever the situation is like they couldn't get the positions filled for coverages for my wife and her for the whole company anyways so I uh, so I said to my wife I says all right well let's you know it is what it is at this point I mean after a couple of days of cooling down. I was like, all right, it is what it is right now. Let's make the best of it. So do you want to cancel the trip? Do you want to modify our trip? Do you want to, you know, what do you want to do? And let's, let's just modify the trip. So we were supposed to go to Georgia, Tennessee, and then we were supposed to go to St. Augustine. And I, I'm a beach person. 
I'm a beach bum. I like to sit on the beach and just watch the waves go by. I won't go swimming in the ocean. I won't go in the water, but I like to sit there and just watch, you know, people watch and, uh, you know, just, and relax. So we were going to say, we wanted to go to St. Augustine and, um, I said, let's just keep our trip just to St. Augustine and we'll leave like that following Friday instead of, you know, renting the motorhome from, uh, you know, the week earlier, because we were going to have it from a Friday only to us, uh, to a Monday. So it was like 10 nights or something like that. And then next thing you know, uh, I, w- I started modifying our reservations and I had to cancel Georgia and uh, Tennessee and we lost out on the deposits because of, um, you know, it, it was just too much. Uh, it was not too much. It was, uh, I guess it was too, too close to the reservation, I guess. So, so you, you couldn't cancel and all that stuff or otherwise you lose your deposits. Well, that, that was the case for us. So I was already pissed off about that because, you know, how much I like my money and not to lose it. So, uh, so I was like, all right, let's, uh, let's just go to St. Augustine. So I called uh, Cruise America and I was like, hey, listen, uh, something happened. And I can't, uh, we can't rent it from uh, this, the Friday all the way all to the following weekend. He said, oh, can we just modify it? He says, oh yeah, we could modify it. And I was like, all right, great, cool, let's do it. So she punches in the computer and you hear the tapping in the background, sort of like reminds, reminds me of uh, Meet the Parents, or was it Meet the Fockers? So I think it was Meet the Parents. Remember the lady in the airport going, you know, five billion yeah, times yeah, on the yeah, computer, yeah. you know, trying to find, yeah. oh, no, no flight for you, you know? That's what I hear on the phone. I'm sitting there like, oh, man, what, what is she doing over there? She says, oh, there's a, there'll be a new rating. Uh, there'll be a, a different rate. I was like, okay. I mean, I bought, I rented, you know, back in February. So I was like, all right, let's let's see what the rate was. She says, she says, all right, hit the enter key. She says, all right, so I got you in for uh, picking up on a Friday and then returning it on a Monday. I said, all right, cool. That's four nights. No problem. She says it was going to be close to $300 a night. I was like, I freaked out. I lost it on her. I feel bad for the lady of Cruise America. I apologize, but I freaked out. I was like, I paid, uh, I paid $95 a night originally, but I guess with the, you know, with the uh, COVID-19 crap going on, you know, people are now resorting to RVs. So that being said, I bought in or, re- or re- reserved just in time before the rates went up. So it was actually, let me put it this way. It was actually cheaper. It was actually cheaper to rent the RV and keep it in my driveway for a week before we would leave to go to St. Augustine. It was cheaper to do it that way than rent it for $300 a night for four nights. I mean, it was just, it was a no brainer. So I was like, you know what? We'll just keep the uh, reservation and we'll, we'll work around it. So uh, I did a little more brainstorming. And the next thing you know, I was like, well, you know, let's stay local. Why do we have to go up to Georgia or Tennessee and all that stuff? Let's just stay local. There's a lot of great uh, parks here. And you've been down here in Tampa a few times. And, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of good parks. You know, the beaches is right here, as you well know, Bax. And uh, mm-hmm. so I was like, all right, well, let me just talk to my wife and she want maybe we she should commute instead of coming home every night. Let's just, you know, come home to the RV, you know, over the uh, parks where we're, we're going to be. So I did some research and uh, I couldn't find anything like really local, like Fort DeSoto. You know where Fort DeSoto is? It's down like off of St. Pete Beach. Yeah, I've seen it before. Yeah, I yeah. By it before. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really, really pretty. I think it's owned by the state. It's a state park, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, so they have a, uh, you know, a car, RV uh you know, a campsite there with all the hookups and, you know, the sewage, the electricity, water, and all that good stuff. 
And I couldn't get into there because they were already full. And apparently this place gets full real quick. So I ended up making a phone call over to my brother. And I was like, hey, you know, because he has an RV. And uh, hey, by some chance, you know, do you know a place? He says, yeah, try out this place. And I'm going to give this place a plug because it was unbelievable. It was a place called Cabana Club Resort. And they're over in Arbondale. So it's roughly about, I want to say about 60 miles from the downtown Tampa area, approximately 60 miles. So I, I was like, oh, okay, it's a brand new, brand new. I mean, it was only open for a few months at that time. And then I, uh, I went to their website and I made the, my reservation. If so happens, it was like, at this point, mm-hmm. it was already like 13, 14, uh, 12 or 13 days out before we would have checked in. They had some spots open and we jumped right in. We made our reservation. And then I said to my wife, do you want to commute that? You know, do you want to spend the hour and a half on the road? She said, yeah, that's fine. I'll do that. So. So she ended up going back and forth to work every single morning while I was with the kids, uh, go, hanging out of the RV. So, and that was fun. And then we uh, ended up going to St. Augustine that Friday, and then my wife met up with me in the evening time uh, after she got she got off work. So it took her like four hours, uh, three hours, about three and a half, yeah, about three and a half hours to get from Tampa all the way up to St. Augustine. And then we so were on the beach. Question, did she ride in the RV with you guys? or did she No, unfortunately, like- she didn't. She didn't ride in the RV. She Obviously, we had her own, her car, because she had to commute to work every day. So I wanted, wow. I wanted to share the experience with her, because that was the whole point. You know, it's like, you know, what's the point of bringing your own car besides having a car? I want to talk about car rentals, by the way. Let me just change. Let me finish the story here. And then mm-hmm. I was... Uh, she had a commute, you know, she already had a car. So, you know, she didn't get the experience to being inside the RV with all the things clanging around and, you know, with the dog in the back, you know, at the kitchen table per se. My kids were on their, their iPads. I'll tell you one thing. My kids were glued to that damn iPad almost all week. Jeez. <laughs> they were so glued to that. But, um, yeah, so, so, they, so we uh, get to the RV resort. We just had a blast. It was very relaxing. We sat by the pool all week long. I took the kids to Legoland and... Uh, and I wasn't overly impressed with Legoland. I just, I don't know. It's either they were, either my kids were a little too old for it. I felt like a lot of the stuff was not working, meaning the, the, some of the rides were not open. They were closed, you know, like down for maintenance or just whatever. So I just felt it wasn't, for the amount of money we paid, I think it was almost $100 per person. You know, it was the three of us. You know, 300 bucks for, you know, we were there only for about four or five hours or something like that. You know, that's... To me, it wasn't that worth it. I, you know, I guess I'm like used to like Disney or Bush Gardens or something like that here in Tampa. You know, Bush Gardens is here in Tampa. And, uh, you know, I'm just used to the cleanliness and everything all nice and neat and everything's working. All the rides are open and all that stuff. And it wasn't because of COVID. It was just, it was down for maintenance because they actually had some people's employees standing by the entrance saying, yep, sorry, the machines are down. The ride is down for whatever reason. And that was it. So we went that, and we just kids play play by the pool. And then we ended up just going up to St. Augustine and went to the beach, and just just very relaxing. It was nice to uh, get away until <laughs> this is where the problem started. <laughs> yeah, let me let me do this. Ready? Here we go. There we go. Yep, there you go. <laughs> so we were on the way home, and I four from uh, if anybody knows I four. I-4 is, uh, stretches from only from Tampa, and it goes all the way out to Daytona. It's a nice drive, but you hit a lot of traffic in the Orlando area. It, I-4 was never this bad. Now I-4 is just getting, it's almost a parking lot through these major, major towns. You know, when you get out to Plant City, there's always traffic. Then you get out to Orlando, the downtown Orlando exits, 
and then it starts getting uh, you know a little backed up around Daytona. So it's not not like the old fashioned I four. You know, you could speed through it within you know an hour and a half, two hours from one side of the state to the other side of the state. So I just uh, uh, you know I, we go out uh, on that Sunday that we're headed home, and uh, we were. You know, I was using my Google Maps, and I, I knew where I was going, but I like to have Google Maps up just in case something comes up or we have to take a detour or whatever the situation is. So my Google Maps was rerouting me to another exit, to like a country road. And I was like, what the world is? No, I want to take I-4. And especially when you're driving a motorhome, it's 35 feet long, and you're about 13 and a half feet tall. I don't want to drive down country roads. I don't know what the road's like. You got to worry about the size of the vehicle. You got to worry about the heights, you know, with the trees and all that stuff. It's not like driving a car. So, uh, you know, so I'm sitting, I said, what in the world's going on here? So I looked at uh, the Google Maps. I got a little closer to the map. I zoomed in. And I was like, oh, I-4 is closed from like date, uh, from after Daytona, there's a little town called Deltona and over in Sanford area, and there was closed for like two exits. Something was going wrong. I, it must have been a major accident. I don't think it was construction. I think it was a major accident because I checked in the evening time after we got home. It was back open again. But, but uh, so they, uh, Google Maps started uh, taking us through these country roads. And, of course, it rained. It rained from Daytona all the way into Bushnell. Now, Bushnell is just north of the Tampa Bay area, like two counties north of here. It rained. It poured. It was so bad that, you know, I couldn't even see in front of me. That's how bad the rain was. So we uh, get home. Okay, great. We unloaded the, uh, the RV. My, my family helped me out uh, unloading the RV and got everything put away. And the RV had to be returned the next morning. No problem. It had to be all the way down in uh, Ruskin. And Ruskin's about an hour and 10 minutes away from this front door here from where, I was par- where I'm at. And mm-hmm. uh, so I, I get there. I made sure the RV was in mint condition. It was in mint condition. It, it, you know, we, we microbanned everything. We sprayed everything down. We wiped. I think this RV was in better shape than it was when we rented it, okay? I made sure all the, uh, the poop tanks, you know, the gray and the black tanks were empty. Uh, Cruise America required you to fill up, you know, the, the vehicle with gas. But that's obvious, you know, you do that with any type of rental vehicle. And then, uh, the, you know, obviously the, the poop tanks had to be all emptied out, which I get, Okay. And the water tank and you know, the water tank is like 45, 50 gallons. I drained that son of a bitch out. I didn't want to drive around because when we were going to these RV resorts, they had water hookups. So with water being in the RV, why am I going to drive around with almost 50 gallons of water times eight pounds? What is that? You know, 400, 500 pounds of the water. You know, I didn't want to drive around with the extra weight. So I drained those tanks out. There's a valve that, that you could drain it out, all that crap. I learned so much about RVs. Thanks to YouTube. So we, uh, so I, the, the motorhome was in pristine condition. Okay. It was beautiful and it smelled good too. So we get to the RV dealership. This is where the shit started happening. We get to the RV, uh, right before I get there, I got gas for the RV just to top it off. Okay. And we get to the, uh, RV dealership. There's uh, three motorhomes that showed up at the same time. And I, I pulled up. Okay. Yeah. No problem. You know, I mean, same time. It's not, not a big deal. I mean, yeah, I get it. So, Bax, I'm going to send you a picture, okay? I want you to describe this picture to me, okay? I'm sending it over via text in our group chat. So, Amory's probably right, sitting there. Amory's probably sitting there right now. Like, what in the world are you talking about? <laughs> but, yes, did you get the text message? Describe what you see in this picture. The suspense is coming, Bax. 
All right. So I'm looking at a tank that says full. <laughs> okay. Yes. So you're looking at the gas gauge, right? Yeah. It says full on the gas gauge. Full on the gas gauge. Where is the What's needle? The little, uh, the orange needle. Where is the uh, needle? It's like on, it's like on top of the line, but it's like on the line though. It was on the line where it says F, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cruise America. Cruise America. Now, Cruise America, I'm not bashing Cruise America, but I am a little upset with the actual local franchise. Apparently, I guess they either franchise or they're dealers. I don't know where you pick up and drop off. It's obviously not a Cruise America dealership, but, uh, you know, because they, they, they have other businesses there. I think uh, this particular place over in Tampa was a, uh, a RV repair shop type deal. So I guess, you know, along with their business, they rent out the Cruise America motorhomes. So they charged me $38 because that needle was not exactly, exactly on that white line below the, um, the orange uh, needle. So they want it. So they basically want you to fill the gas tank up until you can't fill it up anymore. So they want you to hit a click. That's what I did. I let it clicked. I let it click three times. I was like, well, how much more gas can I really put in there? And I was only about a mile and a half, two miles away from the, um, the uh, RV uh, return dealership place, uh, the franchise, whatever they're called. Yeah. So it wasn't like I sucked down all that gas. It just clicked and that was it. Yeah. They charged me $38 because the needle showed a little bit of white, which you could see. A little bit of white underneath the needle. It seriously. Did you, that, did you see that in the contract anywhere that where that was an issue? Okay, because that's a full tank. I I don't know any place that would have um, would have given crazy over that. Okay, you would have went to a regular rental car place. They wouldn't have did that to you. Yes, they gave us something in the instruction list, but they said the needle has to be past the orange line. There is no orange line. There are white lines. So I don't know exactly what they were talking about. But number two, you're not all vehicles. This motorhome had almost like 59,000 miles on it, 58, 59,000 miles. It was a 2019. It was a fairly brand new motorhome. And sometimes, you know, the needles don't typically read 100%. I could have been on a little bit on an incline. I could have been, you know, it's, it's so many different variables. And I put over 500 miles on this motorhome. It's not like I took it off their lot and brought it back to them, you know, with like no mileage and never put gas in it. Of course I put gas in it. Obviously I driven over 500 miles. I used a whole tank of gas. It was like a 55 gallon uh, tank in that RV. So, so they charged me $38 because it wasn't on the F. Okay. I was a little angry about that. And then, you know, the poop tanks. Well, they wanted yeah. me to drive down the road and I could not do it on the premises. They wanted me to drive down the road with the tanks and the cap open. They didn't, I showed up there with the, t- the cap closed and the valves closed. And I know the thing is empty because I emptied it myself. There's, you know, you could, they could open it up right there, but they said they weren't allowed to. It's against the law. What do you mean it's against the law? It's, I think it's more of against the law to drive your freaking motorhome down the highway with your gray and uh, black tanks open with poop in it. I mean, really? There's got to be some sort of environmental issue. I have an issue with that. I am not going to be disrespectful to other drivers and people on motorcycles driving along behind my motorhome and, you know, and the vibration pushes out all any remnants in the black tank. 
and then splatting onto a motorcyclist or somebody's windshield. That's just disgusting. Somebody in a um, convertible. Or yeah, or somebody in a convertible. You never know. So they charged me $50, $50 because I didn't drive onto the lot with the valves opened. Now, the little kid that works at the uh, Tampa uh, uh, the, the Tampa dealership uh, for Cruise America, and now, again, I'm not bashing Cruise America, okay? I am very upset because the local franchise could have said to me, hey, listen, I have three other motorhomes right behind you, which was the truth. Get off the property, come back, wait in line again, and go maybe go to the gas station and maybe try to top it off or and and or could have said, hey, get off the property, top it off a of gas down the street at the gas station. Maybe you could try to push it past the F and open up your tanks. The kid, I was standing next to him when he was doing the inspection and did not say a word to me. Did not say a word. I mean, what, where's, where's customer service these days? I mean, these folks, yeah, I understand they're there to make money, but they're, they're also, in, let's do it honestly. Let's do it practically. Why do you have to sit there and start nickel and diming your customers? Don't be nickel and diming your customers. I can understand. I can understand if I just dropped the motorhome off and left the tanks full of poop and gray water, shower water, whatever. And I driven 500 miles and I came back, you know, under the F. Why, why do you got to nitpick everything? The right thing to do is to make things right and say, hey, listen, I have, I'm going to have to charge you this fee. Can you make it right? I'll give you a second chance. And I still had time on the meter, the time the RV would have had to be officially returned before it's considered, quote, unquote, late. So, you know, Cruise America, you know, you're, you're a good outfit. I think the company itself is good. They have decent rigs. But your local franchises are a little subpar to my liking. Did you, did, you, did you reach out to them? So, yes, I sure did. And one other thing as well. One other thing before I go on. You know, these, these local franchises are so money hungry, okay? When I made my reservation back in uh, February, when I spoke to the rental agent on the telephone, I was like, listen, you know, I know you guys charge to use your trailer hitch, you know, but will you charge to use the trailer hitch for a bike rack? Because I brought the kids' bikes along, okay? So I brought the bikes along, and uh, I, have a tra- I have a four bicycle trailer hitch bike rack, so you connect to a trailer hitch. And uh, Cruise America, our customer service rep, says, nope, you don't get charged, no problem. So about a week before I was going to be picked up, picking up the RV, the uh, Cruise America local franchise over in Tampa called me and said, yep, I know uh, we want to set an appointment for you. We got a lot of RVs going out. Yes, yeah, no problem. I work with you and all that. I'm getting off of this time and I'll, I'll be there by that time. And all I was, you know, given that she was a nice lady on the phone. And then she, uh, and I said to her, I said, listen, you know, I do have a, a bicycle rack. Uh, I was told that I would need to bring the bicycle rack because they keep it locked. And I get it, you know, because it, they charge $25 a day to use the trailer hitch because I get it because if you try, uh, pull like a car for example yeah you're putting extra wear and tear on the transmission and the motor I get it okay but when Cruise America said to me it says if it doesn't have wheels you're not going to get charged $25 a day I was on the phone arguing back and forth with the uh, the gentleman on the phone I was like I'm not getting charged $25 a day to use a trailer hitch for a bike rack 
So fortunately, I spoke to a uh, uh, manager over in Orlando. I had his phone number because we had an issue with our original reservation. It was a nice guy. He was based in Orlando. He oversees all the locations, I guess, in Florida or something like that. And he um, says, yeah, uh, that's incorrect. Uh, you should not be charged. I will reach out to the local franchise or dealership, whatever they're called, and I'll you know, tell them and all that stuff. I was like, okay, great. So he texted me back and said, yeah, it's all good. I called over there. I spoke to the, the manager or the uh, Cruise America rep over at the local franchise. And I said, listen, did he call you? Yes, you're not going to get charged. And, you know, it's just, it's just leaving a bad taste in my mouth, leaving a nasty ass taste in my mouth that you got to nickel and dime your customers. I understand if I'm using the trailer hitch to pull a car, I get it. But for a freaking bike rack, really? $25 a day and we had it for 10 nights. What is that? Uh, 200, an extra 250 bucks to bring my two kids bikes. I might as well just buy a bike at Walmart for $39.99 and $69.99 and throw it away into the dumpster after we're done because it was cheaper to do it that way. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I agree. You know, it was just, it was just, it just felt like it was being nickel and dime. So, uh, getting back to the, uh, you know, Cruise America, uh, they were just, we were just, Bickering back and forth with the rep, I, I was just ready to blow up. I even told the, uh, my wife walks in and said, what's the matter? I said, babe, take this stuff because I had my uh, cell phone charger or something like that. I had some paperwork. I said, please take this. I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose it right now. Lose it right now. My wife walks out. She didn't want to be there. And I was, I was respectable, but I was up to the point. I was being very firm and like, why you got a nickel and dime me, dime me on everything? I drove 500 miles. Why do you have to like nickel and dime me for the gas tank? Because it exactly wasn't past the white, the, the white line on the F was not covered. And of course, she's like, oh, we gave you your homework paper and it says it's got to be past the orange line. Well, there's no orange line. It was a white line. So if you want to be that technical about it, fine. But anyways, they answer your question back. She basically... Um, I did speak to a um, uh, the manager again, and apparently this particular manager does not uh, handle billing disputes. So I have to get in touch with their uh, consumer relations department, and uh, it's anywhere from a fifteenth to thirty day wait for them to contact you, which I think is a bunch of garbage. I mean, like really, it's only done by email. You can't do it over the phone. So that's my take with uh, Cruise America. You know, you know, the trip itself was fine. It was just the nickel and dime. It's actually, you know what's up to the point now, Bax? It's the principle of the whole thing, you know, because the RV costs us a pretty penny to rent. But start nickel and diming me because the valves weren't open. I could certainly open the valves right there and prove to you the damn tanks are empty. Or just say to me, hey, pull off the property and come right back and pull the valves open. Not even say a word to me. Not even saying a freaking word to me. I The only way I found out about this is because I was looking at the final bill and I was looking, what are all these charges for? The gas charge, the dumping fee. I was like, it was almost a hundred bucks by the time uh, they, they start attacking on these fees. And God forbid, they're, they're not going to, like, they're not going to, there's nothing to drain. So that's an easy $50 profit. Are they really going to yeah. top it off with gasoline to pass, make it to their liking? I highly doubt it. So they just made an extra, you know, $40. There's almost $190 right there, plus tax tag and title oh. and fees. But you know what? It just, it left a bad taste in my mouth. You don't nickel and dime your customers because, hey, guess what, guys? I got a microphone. I got a freaking microphone, and I'm going to start talking about you about my experiences. 
And 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 you you should hashtag them so we can blow this thing up and they can hear about <laughs> how they treat people. Well, I'll be more than happy to send this podcast over to the reps. I'll be more than happy. Or what we can do is we can we can uh you can go to their reviews and comment on their reviews and say and tell them like listen, listen to my podcast. I Absolutely. I would certainly do that. So as soon as I get the show published, I'm gonna review this company. <laughs> Hashtag. Well, you know what? I also did. I also did do a um, Cruise America uh, YouTube video on just a tour of the RV. It was about um, an hour and 14 minutes. And I I went over every single part about the RV because... So I'm just going to uh, let uh, the manager know. I'm just giving him the link to our show. And I said, you know, listen to our show. And I told him this uh, this afternoon when I did... uh, via text, you know, because he couldn't really help me out with the billing. You know, maybe maybe it's the truth, maybe it's not. I don't know. But he says, I really can't help you on it. But, you know, we did have a decent conversation back and forth. And uh, he is uh, helping me out with another thing because we got another trip planned in, uh, in a couple more months. So he's going to help me so out. Over, so overall, your experience with the company, right? Mm-hmm. How was it living in the RV? Okay. It was a lot Talk of fun. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Did it feel like you were living off the lane or were you cheating? Oh, it was cheating beyond belief. I mean, my frying pan was right there. My chewable ice maker was in the RV. I had a fr- air fryer with me. <laughs> you know, I had the, you know, sink and all that stuff, you know? So, you know, my frying pan, so everything was there. So yes, it was cheating, but it was, it was so, it was nice to wake up in the morning and the RV resort was really nice. The cabana club over in Arbondale, who, whoever has an RV, please, you know, Give the Cabana Club some uh, props. I mean, some give them some love. It's a brand new RV resort. Let me put it this way. I, I, I said this in my YouTube video backs. I said that this RV, the, the RV park experience, I am Tatin for life now. So my expect, expectations for RV parks is through the freaking roof. And I was talking to somebody about it, and he says, no. Cabana Club is just the exception. There's very few of these type of resorts out there. So anywhere else you're going to go, it's going to be a much lower expectation, you know, a little more rundown, you know, a lot of it's not, it won't have all the amenities like, you know, the water slide, a nice resort style pool. This place had a tiki uh, tiki bar type thing. It had a gas fire fire uh, pits type thing out, to, uh, out in the common area. They had a mini golf course. They had kids activities. They had food trucks. I mean, it was it was a really great experience over at uh, the Cabana Club. They actually, you could also, if you don't have an RV, you could also rent a little um, little cottage. So they're they're called a uh, Cabana Club and RV Resort and cottage cottages. So do do a Google search for it. It's, it's a it's really a cool cool place to hang out there. And I think I was relaxed. I wasn't pressured to do anything. I just, you know, I watched the kids just have a good time. And, you know, being shut down all last year, you know, it was nice to get a, get away and take yourself out of life for a little while and just enjoy life, you know, spend time with the kids. You know, it's been a stressful year. You know, I'm sure everybody's been stressed out. So it was nice to get away. So, but, uh, you know, answer, answer your question back to your original question. Yeah, it was a little tight. Yeah, I do have to say, you know, for a family of four, you know, you're in a 35 foot, you know, RV. But when you think about it, Bax, you know, uh, have you ever been on cruise? Uh, I haven't been for okay. like days, but I went on one for like some hours, I think. Okay. So a cruise, you know, like Carnival Cruise, Royal Caribbean, wherever. But apparently, you know, these staterooms are so small. It, it's like being in a stateroom in an RV. 
<laughs> you know, it's because that size, you know, it's probably about 100, you know, by 130 square feet. You know, it, it is it is tight. Uh, it did rain one day really, really, really hard. And uh, we were in the RV. And fortunately, I brought my little TV with us. They do the cable and all that stuff so you could plug in and watch TV. So they the kids watched the movie. And actually, you know what I did back? Something I do not do. What's that? Talk to me. I took a nap. <laughs> I took a nap. I'd never taken a nap before. I took a nap. But it was, uh, you know, the rain was drizzling on top of the uh, the RV and, and it was like, it was relaxing, you know, but it, it was fun. Uh, I would certainly do it again. I would certainly do it again. I mean, I still love cruises, don't get me wrong. And it's going to be probably a while before I would go on one. But yeah, so uh, that was that was my fun experience with uh, Cruise America. Now, Cruise America themselves, a good company. They have good, decent equipment, at least from my experience. Their motorhomes are good. Um, I do recommend uh, Cruise America if you're listening. Get stabilizing uh, steering stabilizers. Man, when those tractor trails go flying past you, you're white knuckling that steering wheel. So, <laughs> but it was one of their larger ones, the 30, 35 foot, whatever it was. I can't remember the footage, but uh, it was one of their larger ones. But I uh, had to white knuckle, nu- white knuckle the steering wheel because you, it was blowing all over the road. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Cruise America themselves, the company itself is good, but it's, it's the local franchise, especially the one in Tampa, Florida. Uh, in the Ruskin area, uh, did just nickel and dime, nickel mm. and dime, and that's just wrong. So, all right, so I am done doing my ranting and raving about uh, my experience. <laughs> How about you? What is going on? You, you you plan on any trips? Anything interesting in your life? How's your kids and all that stuff before we shut down the show? Oh man, when well, the kids are good, they want to get ready for football this year. Um, so really just me, me and the boys, man, you know, like I, I, I am, uh, should I say a single man now? So I went through a transition with my lady, but you know, it's okay. Like we are, have you ever been cool about a breakup? Like it's been so cool. Okay. Like deep down inside, you're not like deep down inside, like you're like, oh, whatever. But it's like, you have to be cool just for your own sanity and for everybody else's sanity. Like, uh, it's okay. Yeah. Like, going through breakups sometimes are hard for people. They can't do it. Like, it holds them down. But, you know, this one, for me, I feel like it, it, it's a it's a better situation for me and her. You know what I'm saying? But, so we're going to be cool, though. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's time to, it's time to, um, it's been a while since I've been out here, man. You know what I'm saying? In this world, like, running around, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to go crazy, but if I go crazy, I go crazy, but I don't want to go crazy. Yeah, but, understandable. I mean, you told me about this a while ago. I mean, it's not news yeah, to definitely. me, but, you know, I, I feel bad for you, but I want you to be happy. So if you're happy, then I'm happy for you. You know, I mean, nobody wants to break up, but, you know, I mean, you know, things don't work out the way it's planned. So, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work out how it's always planned, you know, and sometimes you just got to be honest with yourself and. And sometimes people force force stuff for for years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, like you can't force stuff, and you can't you can't force it, Brody. Like sometimes you just gotta just let it go, and breathe it out, and exhale it out, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like sometimes people people are just used to people, mm-hmm. used to different situations. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta you just gotta exhale it out and just let it go. You feel me? Absolutely. I know. You, nobody likes change. You know, I mean, I, I only know a few people that, you know, like change and all that stuff. And if you just get yourself into a routine, you know, you, you think about, you know, all the good times and, you know, and then obviously there's bad times, but, but more so good times, you know, you have the great memories and, you know, now, now you just got to change uh, was a different chapter in your book now. So, 
Yep, I, I, I mean, I wish you the best, man. I really do. I hopefully uh, no, it's gonna it's gonna work, Brody. It's yeah. gonna work. You feel me? Sometimes you just gotta you just gotta uh, 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 let go and just figure it out and move forward. Exactly. You know, it's not like I don't. It's not like I don't have options and stuff like that. But I just want to make sure that I don't. I don't. I don't want no rebound. You feel me? Right. I don't want to be. I don't want nobody to be a rebound to me. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? And I just got to make sure that I don't put nobody else in that position. You feel me? Because sometimes, a lot of times, when you get out of relationships, you jump right into another one. That's what's happening. Is you you you're a rebound to person. I mean, I'm sorry. That person is that you're dealing with is a rebound to you, just to fill that void. But, you know, however I move them, I'm definitely going to make sure that doesn't happen. And, you know, like there are, you know, there's there's always options out there for me. You know what I'm saying? Always options. And sometimes you just, you know, like you just got to figure it out and move forward. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, part of life, I guess. Uh, you know, but you'll, you'll bounce back and, uh, you'll be, uh, better than ever. So, I mean, you got a lot of going on for you right now. You know, yeah. You, so much going on for, my, for <laughs> you myself, definitely, bro, so. so absolutely really tripping. You got your boys and you got your health and you got a roof over your head. So that's, you know, that, that's, and you're, you know, and your sanity. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, I got my sanity. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, a, that's good, man. You know, I, I know we were just talking about a couple minutes ago. Uh, well, before I did my rant about cruise America, uh, car rentals. Holy crap. Did you see car rentals? They're, they're going for a crazy amount of money right now. Have you heard they're of it? Pretty high. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're, they're blaming it. They're blaming it on the, uh, short car shortage. So last year when the world shut down, you know, like Animo and, you know, Hertz and enterprise or whoever, they sold off all their fleet, you know, part of their fleet. And now they can't get the cars to replenish because that chip, you know, the, the microchip backlog or whatever it is, which I think is a bunch of garbage. I mean, they're just pulling excuses. I'm sure they're pulling excuses. There's gotta be, I mean, I mean, it's not like the world was actually blew up, you know? Yes. A lot of people died, but you know, it's not like, you know, buildings were knocked down and, you know, it's not like we, it was a World War Three type explosion or anything like that. I mean, I don't know. I just think they're really uh, milking this as much as they possibly can because they can't pull cars. But either way, you know, if I was like the CEO of Hertz, you know, it's like, all right, well, I understand that they had to sell their cars, but, you know, you know, the world's going to bounce back to normal. And it's also, you know, it's funny. Remember last year when gas was like $1.50 a gallon? Yeah. Do you remember when... Do you remember when the like the gas companies were actually complaining like we got no place to store this gas we got too much gas we're like giving it away to people now it's like double the price now it's all close to three bucks a gallon you know it's like they're trying to make up from the loss last year so what's it so it's a dollar fifty more per gallon what's a half a dollar fifty a dollar seventy five cents right so seventy five cents so if gas was a dollar fifty during the world being shut down, plus 75 cents, what is that, uh, 225? So they're just basically, it's balancing out from the year prior to this year. That's how I look at it because with the food prices going up, the inflation, they're getting, you know what? The world is getting ready for 15 bucks an hour. That's what the whole thing is. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, man. I just feel like shit is just crazy. It's just, bro, you don't know what to, who to believe, what to believe, how to believe it, you feel me? So... <laughs> You just got to f- try to stay ahead of the curve, man. I know, man. Always exercise your mind and exercise your resources. You know, that's why I said I'm doing Forex. I'm my own businesses and 
working and like you have to exercise your resources because this world thing could switch up on you and we'll be paying ninety dollars a gallon and then are you gonna be <laughs> are you gonna be able to like you, you like you just gotta be able to, to compete in every arena that the world gives us or that you know life gives us. Yeah, exactly. You know, like and, and I wanna be able to compete in all the arenas. Like I wanna be one of the top <laughs> top eight whatever percents like i'm that's what i want to do like absolutely so and you'll get there Bex. you just remember who i am okay <laughs> uh, shoot you you too bro <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know but hey you never know uh, you know what i'm just taking one day at a time but i was just talking to a buddy yesterday with everything going up to 15 bucks an hour it's like what's that phrase like the dog trying to catch its tail so basically let's say you know you know local locally down here is a grocery store called Publix. okay if they're yeah, paying, like if they're paying their bag person fifteen bucks an hour, okay, and they have a bag person, we'll say eight or nine of those lines, okay, at paying fifteen bucks an hour plus another employee that's going beep beep beep, you know, doing the uh, cash register, okay, so they're paying thirty dollars an hour per cashier or per line, line one, two, three, four, the express lane, whatever the situation is. Now, when you think about it, just just. Just take a step back. I'm sure I'm going to get a hate mail. I'm sure I'm going to get people, you know, yelling at me, cursing at me right now. But just take a step back. If you're paying that employee 15 bucks an hour, where is that money going to come from? Right. That's, that's okay. the question. Where is that money going to come from? Publix is not going to take a hit. They're going to jack up their prices. So with that being said, when you, okay, let's take a step back. It, it's if if the prices for food, we'll use food for example, is going up to pack, try to cover the employees for fifteen bucks an hour. Okay, I'm all I'm all for making money. I absolutely there's nothing wrong with that. But on the flip side I, of it, I'd rather keep it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd rather keep it too. But on the flip side of it. Is a bag person at Publix worth $15 an hour? No, not really. But where is that money going to come from? The business. And where is that business going to get the money from? Us, the consumer that's coming into the store. And then with that being said, that person's making $15 an hour. They got to pay more for groceries. So the additional costs of living or the inflation has gone up. People, it's it's like a dog catching its tail. You'll never you'll never get ahead. Those people making fifteen dollars an hour are going to be in poverty in a few years. You know what I mean? It's just because the prices. I mean, rent. Have you seen rent gone up? It's been crazy. Rent has been going through the freaking roof. I mean, besides home prices as well. But rent. I mean, for a two bedroom apartment down here in Tampa, I think was a. I think I read somewhere back. Uh, I think it was like eighteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah, that's crazy. It is. That's it's crazy. it's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, seriously. So you're making fifteen dollars an hour. That's what uh, times forty. That's what six hundred dollars a week. That's six, twelve, eighteen, twenty-four. Was roughly around twenty-four hundred dollars a month. And your rent is let's say seventeen hundred. You know, it's again, if you were making minimum wage, what's uh, ten dollars an hour? Let's say ten dollars an hour. I know minimum wage is not ten dollars an hour. So ten dollars an hour times forty hours a week. That's four hundred dollars a uh, a week. That's four, eight, twelve, sixteen hundred dollars a month, approximately. And then you got Uncle Sam to take money out, and you're coming home with much less than that. So when rent was cheaper, ten dollars an hour was a little bit doable because the rent was much cheaper. Now rent is what seventeen hundred dollars. We'll say seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars. Where's when are people going to get ahead in life? 
It, it's never, it's like a dog catching its tail. It's going round and round and round and round. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it, but okay, whatever. But you know what? Just, you know, do what you do need to do, Bax. You know, get to the top. Be that part of the certain percentage. What what percentage you say? The part, uh, 8%? Yeah, the top eight, hopefully. <laughs> the top eight, yes. Absolutely. You know, that's that's an awesome goal. Get to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a whole nother. At least let me get in the top half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me yeah, let me just get into the top thirty uh, <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, this give me up there. Hey bro, did you see? Did you see? Did you see the kid who from Tampa that went viral that is trying to represent himself in a murder trial? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, that, that I did that make the uh, national news? Did you see it up there? It, it went everywhere. It's viral. His his rendition in court went viral. But the crazy thing that just shut him down was him ex- across uh, examining his, his son. Yeah, that was and done today. Said, yeah, but they showed some of it where his son said, "Yeah," he said, "Um, you stabbed me." He said, "He said, did you? Did I do anything to you that night?" His son said, yeah, you stabbed me. I said, it's over. You might as well quit. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this, yeah. So the part of the backstory, I mean, you, you probably a little more know about. So this guy killed his girlfriend, wife, whatever, the, the lady of the house, the, basically and the mother. Daughter. Yeah, and, and the daughter. So they, they, they were, uh, that was the baby mama and that was the, uh, his daughter, right? Yeah. Okay. So. And then he gets arrested and he doesn't, uh, he, he fires his attorney and he represents himself. Did you see his haircut? Yeah. Yeah. So he had wicks. Those are like really popular. They're like, they're like uh, locks or whatever the case may be. It, it, so it, I mean, I, I, I'm familiar with men that wear wicks and stuff like that, <laughs> but it wasn't the haircut for me. It was just his rendition, like. Bro, first of all, you're you're extremely aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like you need to calm down. Yeah, he, and he, he you went need off. to show that you can control your emotions if you are indeed innocent. Uh-huh. But the way you were talking in that courtroom, bro, and the, and but your son your son wasn't lying. That little boy is not lying. Yeah, no. you stabbed me. He's not lying. No, he's not. I mean his so his mother and his sister's over. dead. Yeah, he so he need to go ahead and um that's like a Florida has a death penalty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is the yeah. death penalty. Yes. And yeah. That's like a crazy murder. Right there, <laughs> but I was so. looking at the guy's haircut. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it was actually determining the, the, uh, the, it, it, like my, it wasn't, my focus wasn't looking, listening to him. My focus was like, how in the world did he do his hair from the jail cell? <laughs> you know, how did he do that? Like, you know, is, are we going to take this guy seriously? I mean, he went off. I mean, he, he was, res- I can't say respectable, but he went off it with like talking very loud and, you know, getting his point across and the judge, you know, like looked at him as like, holy crap, this is going to be an interesting case. But yeah. How do you feel like he did as, as an outsider? How do, do you feel like he did good? I don't know. You know, again, I don't know the details on everything else because I, I see it on the news, you know, like the five o'clock news, you know, the update, but, uh, you know, I know with today's uh, uh, trial, it was in court today, and uh, the, the the reporter was saying that the uh, the the father, the the guy with the, the wicks, I guess that's I, I learned a new haircut name today. But yeah, yes, Google it. Type in type in wicks hairstyle. Wicks hairstyle. And, okay. And and then and then see what you see because that's just you know it's a, it's a 
I don't know how long they've been out like that, but I know there's a rapper that always has Wix and they Kodak Kodak Black. It's uh, images of Wix hair. So uh, yeah, it looks yeah, it looks like Wix. This is like so. I think they're like big locks, dreadlocks. That yeah. Are like okay. Yeah. Locked together. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, Wix is a it's a hairstyle. It's originating in South Florida. This hairstyle is among uh, amongst the African American of uh, most who are Afro Caribbean, which I never heard of that. Okay, Afro Caribbean, and the descent that's involved in the hip hop community as well as the related somewhere in Florida. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess starts in Florida. <laughs> but yeah, it starts it, in Florida. It starts in Florida. But yeah, yeah. Well, we have to wait and see what the finish of the uh, trial is. But that's just uh, so. Basically, the kid was saying uh, he was trying to paint the picture to the kid, uh, to his son, that he was being like delusional about the whole thing, and 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 it didn't happen, and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, he's trying to defend himself, but why would the kid like go into detail? Is like, it's just I don't know. But not to have an attorney, I don't know. Are you writing your own death sentence right there? What if he beats it? If he beats that, I guarantee it. If he beats it and wins the trial, I'm sure that some sort of law firm out there, maybe Morgan and Morgan. (laughs) Have you seen those Morgan and Morgan commercials? But that's uh (laughs) maybe Morgan and Morgan will reach out to him and says, Hey, do you want to be an attorney? And I guarantee they'll push him through a law school. (laughs) I, I, I have a funny feeling that will happen. If he wins the case and he was found not guilty, I'm sure it'll be to a, a law firm out there because that's almost that's almost like a you're writing your own death sentence right there, being in the courtroom like that. I don't I don't I don't know how he's gonna get past because see the son said he didn't see him kill the mom. He just heard the shotgun and he's I think he's seen him with the shotgun. Okay, but he didn't actually see him kill the mother or the daughter. But but the fact that he was violent that day and the son said he stabbed me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's enough to be like, yeah, that man did all that. If he stabbed his son and his son is okay, even though his, his son didn't pass away, his son didn't pass away, but the daughter passed away right? and the mom passed away. So it's like, I don't think he has a chance. I'm willing to bet that he doesn't, he doesn't have a chance. I don't know. <laughs> but we gotta, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm willing to bet that this case is going to be fast. It's not going to take the jury long. Uh, and, yeah, but I'm sure, I'm sure that, I don't know when the closing argument is going to have, but uh, I mean, I'm not deeply following the case. Again, I'm just watching it on the news for those, you know, little snippets of those little news packages for like a minute and a half, but I'm sure there's a lot more to the story, but it's going to be very interesting, but (laughs) Morgan and Morgan will be out there. Hey, you want a job? We'll send you off to send you off to law school (laughs) because that'd be amazing. If I'm not saying amazing as in good, but amazing as like, wow. I mean, you got yourself off murder alone, you know? without an attorney or any type of legal counsel. I mean, it happens before. I know somebody who got himself off on a, I believe on a murder case before. Really? In Syracuse, New York. Um, somebody that I know, a lot of my friends grew up with him. He was from a certain neighborhood, but he's still in jail for a long time. Like oh, really? he beat the murder charge, uh-huh. but uh, he's still in jail for a long time. Let me see something real fast. Let me see if I can find it. Okay. All right. I got it. I'm going to send it over to you. All Tell right. me what you think about this. Okay. Let's see here. At a Syracuse.com. Let's see. How a Syracuse inmate won his murder trail without a lawyer. 
That dummy showed us, quote, all right, so Syracuse, New York, Derek uh, Wilson turned his jail cell into his personal law office as he fought a murder charge. Uh, he crammed 17 boxes of legal documents under his desk, beneath his bed and against the walls. He spent some time sitting at his desk and then on his bed, paperwork he sprawled across the cot. Deputies joked that the cell was approaching as a firehead. I don't know about joking about it, but okay. When Wilson wasn't in his office, quote, unquote, probably jail cell, uh, at the Syracuse jail for the last two years, he was plugged into a law books bra- uh, library kiosk uh, in his roughly 50-man housing unit for eight or nine hours a day. Uh, evenings, he placed around his rectangle gymnasium-sized pod, rehearsing his opening statements on reciting his questions for cross-examination. Interesting. So the story just goes on and on. And do you, do you know much more about the story? Because it's a pretty long art- article here. Yeah, basically, he beat it, bro. <sighs> That's unbelievable. Hey, you know what? But, you know, when you're in jail, that's what you're doing. I mean, you know, it's just still in jail, though. I don't know how long he got, but he's he's still in jail. But he was looking at a real, he wasn't coming home. But I think he might got a chance, a shot to come home. Yeah, probably. Wow. He was like a, you know, they they consider him as a a leader, gang leader, whatever the case may be. But, Uh you know, that's another story. But, you um, know, I guess, you know, I guess it has something to do with the mind as well, because if you're, trying to quote unquote fight for your life, you're going to do what it takes to save your life. If you, if that's going to take you to eight, nine hours a day to watch, uh, looking at legal uh, stuff and, you know, cross-examining yourself and whatever else their lawyers do. Yeah. That, that's just what it's going to come down to. And, uh, you know, I mean, Hey, cool. The guy, you know, got himself off. Great. You know I mean? You know, not everybody has that skill, but I don't know, but we'll have to wait and see. What's the name of that trial anyway? Do you, the the one that uh, here in Tampa? Okay, it's called the Ronnie O'Neill case. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, so uh, it just just Google it. Uh, first thing that came up is news about a Tampa murder, twenty twenty one. No lawyer. So basically, a double murder suspect accused of stabbing his girlfriend and daughter acts his own lawyer. So his name was uh, Ronnie O'Neill, a Florida man, decided to represent himself for a double murder. So. And that's uh, something to watch, and it, not a flattering picture of him on the uh, on the Bing dot com news. But <laughs> he's he, he's like he's got his uh, you know Wix Wix haircut, I guess that's called or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, Wix. Wix. And he's just sitting there with his mouth wide open, like ah, you know, like that. <laughs> it's amazing how they take this picture. I mean, at least make a better picture. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so. They don't care about glamour. They want to get the, the craziest looking picture yeah, possible. I, I guess so. I guess so. By the way, Amory uh, texted us in the middle of the show. She's got tied up doing something. So she apologized for not joining in. So hopefully she could join us in the next episode of the I Can Relate to That. www.linktree.com forward slash AJ and Bax, spelled AJ, A-N-D, B-A-X-X. And that will show all the links. Bax, what's the name of your podcast? Passage Home Podcast. Starring the Dr. Stanley Russian. Russian. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that guy is uh, amazing. 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 Yeah, he's all definitely, this. definitely amazing. He's uh, definitely hooking up all the, the uh, 
well-known people. I think he had uh, Andre Farr on his show as recently. Yeah, Andre Farr. Yeah, yeah, he's the man. Yeah, he is. All right. So we're just going to close out the show, and we'll be back. I don't know when we'll be back, but we'll be back. We'll be back. So Ambry will be joining us. Bax, have a great week, and we'll uh, talk to you soon. Yes, sir. You too, bro. All right. This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network.